Dumpster Divas, we are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive. Happy Friday. Uh, it is Friday for you. It is Wednesday for me. And um, <laughs> I hope you're having a good Friday morning. I feel so like I, I feel like I started this like like I'm on like morning radio, like, and we're back. That's with- exactly how it started. <laughs> the the weather is 75 <laughs> um but hi hello and my co-host is here kicks she's here today hi you've already heard me yeah but hello. Happy, to have you, happy to have you back oh, i really do miss talking shit i know anyway, <laughs> kicks kicks has a job i you know don't so if you are looking <laughs> for someone to do something for you and pay uh, just let me know i'm happy to do that thing um <laughs> so let me know but uh so sometimes she can't be here for all of the episodes but, but she is- i do my best and i'm excited to talk about the bachelorette because i've been on and off when oh we my god wait, wait wait kathleen just texted me something that uh, i just revealed who the guest is even though you saw it in the thing happy sunday everyone it's not friday for oh, them oh yeah we, okay so i'm glad you brought this up because we changed our schedule if you obviously because know. we have to remind ourselves because i forget every day but the schedule has changed for releasing. Tom. Yes. Yeah, so on Fridays, we're doing Housewives episodes. And then Sundays, we're doing Bachelor episodes. If a look, a peek behind the curtain, we haven't recorded Friday's episode yet, which is why I was confused. Uh, yes. So there's things that you'll hear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I'm about to say. But, <laughs> but before we bring in our guest, uh, I just want to remind everyone. Well, first, I want to thank everyone for listening. We're continuing to grow listenership, which is super, super exciting. Um, but keep telling people about it. And in addition to telling people about the podcast, uh, let's rate, let's review, and let's subscribe on apple podcasts yes yes that's how we make money and by we i mean only me tom (laughs) (laughs) i will say that i'll give you some money soon that's nice (laughs) i was listening to a podcast the other day um and they were like when i first started this podcast i would be in lyft drivers uber drivers ride chairs and I would ask the rideshare, the person driving the car, if I could see his phone. And I would just subscribe to the podcast for him. I think I listened to the podcast you're talking about. No, no, you don't. Okay, I've heard something similar. But I thought it's about a good I, idea. I know. So I, when I'm teaching spin classes, sometimes I, I want to promote the podcast. But it's so weird to be like, <laughs> hey guys, uh, two turns on, uh, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> it's just like I have like a different like persona there than I do here. It's also it's like just a fully weird. different career. So it's, it's... It is. Yeah. For those that don't know, which I don't know why you wouldn't, because pretty much only my friends listen to this podcast, but I am a spin instructor. Maybe someone will go listen to... Maybe when this blows up, they'll go back and listen from the beginning. That would be nice. Um, what else is nice is our guest. Yes, we have a fabulous guest today. Her name is Kathleen Lamagna. You can follow her on Instagram at Kathleen Lamagna. I'm going to put that in the bio of the... Uh, podcast if you want to follow she is single and she is ready to christian mingle (laughs) (laughs) you can talk if you want thanks for that tom (laughs) thanks for that intro yeah i can't wait to see how many people slide into that dm that pitch (laughs) you know i mean there's so many straight uh christians who listen That is our target audience. They actually are, but they're women. Yeah, there's some straight Christian women that listen. Um, Our mom's friends in her church. I would say your friends. Oh yeah, yeah. 
we're um, off to a really great start. Off to a fabulous start. Yeah. <laughs> Kathleen, how are you? I'm good. I'm poured myself a little drink in a Zabar's mug. I know. So that's that's where we are. You know, I love Zabar's, but I've never been to Zabar's. I've never been either. I've always wanted to go. I want like a, you know, the problem is I don't eat meat. So like, I, but I would love to get like just like a roast beef sandwich from there and just watch someone eat it. Yeah, I don't know when the last time you had beef was. So <laughs> no, maybe not that. No, no, I'm not saying. I'm saying watch like oh. Brian eat it. Would that do something for you? Yeah, I just like I something I miss as a vegetarian is sandwiches, and like I just love a fat ass deli sandwich. My my <laughs> yeah, new no, fads <laughs> coming to Apple Music. Not fads. <laughs> fat ass deli sandwich, and I just love it. I mean, it's so good, but you can't really do that with um. Like, there's you do v, love there's a good v. grilled cheese jalapeno moment. Oh, um, or a Monte Cristo. <laughs> a Monte Cristo. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, so uh, the funny story. So the bodega, one of the bodegas by me, they... Wait, were, is it... We'll talk because the best sandwich I have ever had is by you. So It's not from this one. one. <laughs> <laughs> not this one. No, you're thinking of a, diff- a one, one block away. Broadway's finest. Broadway's Broadway finest. One forty nine. And Broadway is yes. chef's kiss. To this day, I think about their the sandwiches that I used impeccable. to eat. Impeccable. Come on yeah. up, honey. Come visit. Girl. I know, but they're also not expensive. They're like six bucks know. a sandwich. You can also yeah. get good ass sides there. Kicks his new single, Gas. <laughs> <laughs> they have great. What sides okay. do you get? No, I'm just saying they like have good french fries, but they also, if you want like a nice healthy chip, they have like pretzel crisps and good hummus. They they have it all. Yeah, the they're ladies great. are. I order. Ladies, I mean, only men. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I've never seen a lady there, but okay. No. So the bodega by me. One night we were coming home. Shout out to Caitlin, who is, I actually talked to Caitlin today. Hey girl. I love you, Caitlin. She doesn't listen to this podcast, actually. She told me today, she was like, so where is it's only on Instagram? I was like, unfortunately, it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all streaming. Literally Spotify. everywhere, yeah. <laughs> not even on Instagram at all. It's actually it's actually not Actively on Instagram. Something Instagram. I'll work on is getting it on Instagram. Well, you give us the you give us the sound bites. I do. Maybe that's but, all so she, she thinks she, it No, 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 no. So she deleted her Instagram, is why she's like, she's like missing out on it. And I'm like, you're actually not. You're actually just being a bad friend. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, Caitlin. Hi, you will never hear this. Um, <laughs> so um, she was visiting New York. She's from Texas. And we were coming home from the gay bars and we went to our local bodega to get a uh, um, sandwich. Grilled cheese and jalapeno, how I like my drunk food. Uh, grilled cheese, jalapeno. Grilled oh, cheese. yeah. It's with, a choice. It's a choice with Doritos maybe on the side. And uh, so I'm blackout and I already paid and decided I would just leave while they were still ordering. And so I walk out. Oh. This bodega is elevated a little bit and there's a ramp that goes into the bodega. And they, I walked out and I just turned to the right and just kept walking. Even though the ramp, like I was walking off the side of the ramp. You and I, thought- full, I full face planted into the sidewalk. Scraped my entire face, my knees, oh, my shins, but, but I caught the sandwich. The sandwich is untouched. The sandwich was fresh. You would have thought it was flat out ice. The way I, because I saw it out of the corner of my eye, the way <laughs> it fell, you would have thought he stepped on ice and just went ice skating across the world. What it, year like, was this, roughly? This was probably like 2017. Yeah, right. This was like right when I got to the city when we were like, 
going balls to the wall on the weekends. Yeah, but the the moral to the story is after that happened, the bodega put railing in on the ramp because of me. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Before we get into, well, first of all, happy Sunday. We are recapping the Bachelorette today. Uh, Friday. I hope you had a good Friday, though. <laughs> <laughs> and, mine was uh, great. How was your guys? My Friday was fantastic. I can't wait. It's good. Um, before we get to our recap, we have a question we always ask our guests, and that is, what reality television made you realize the low brow was your brow? And Kathleen, I would love to hear your uh, answer to that question. Go. I feel like I've had a lot of overlap between stuff that guests have already said. So for the sake of bringing something new to the table, um, and this would surprise no one who knows me, and I think that it's indicative of the intro that you gave me, Tom, um, is that I was, (laughs) this is the cleanest as can be, but I... (laughs) Let us not forget. I know where this the, is going. <laughs> let us not forget the um, TLC morning marathons of a baby story into a wedding story into a makeover story. Uh, and that's the like, time, folks. Have a happy Sunday. Actually, perfect watching for a Sunday. <laughs> wow! Listen, I, I understand. I actually, I understand. I thought you were gonna say. Um, what was the sis- uh, sister wife's? Oh, who, do you think she's a Mormon? No, I don't think she's a Mormon. I'm just saying that <laughs> as wholesome as reality TV you can get, I guess that's there. I will say. Here's why, Go ahead. Here's why I wanted to draw attention to it for a couple mm-hmm. of reasons. Because A, my taste has become much more lowbrow because of it. But I think that that was, that was really popular during whenever that came out, like the late 90s, early 2000s maybe. But Definitely we were like 2005, six time. No, no. I was little watching that. Like, like 9, 10, 11. I don't know the... Oh, really? Yeah. Because... And the reason that I know that is because my sisters and I made a home video recreating a makeover story and we were young. (laughs) (laughs) But the reason reason that I want to mention it is because I think that it was the first time that I... We were glued to it. And it was like the first time that I really remember watching like real people doing things that were like documented, you know, in that kind of way. So I'm just highlighting the fact that that type of reality television was really in me at a young age. Um, But then similarly to you, I came from a pretty conservative family and the TV monitoring was, or there were things that we were and were not allowed to watch. So I was doing my fair share of sneaking some like real world or mm-hmm. real world road rules challenge uh, episodes, but I would turn them off when things got too steamy. Were you t- watching like real sex on Showtime too? <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that though. It's like there were things that because we weren't allowed to, like because our parents set these rules for us, that in my mind they were inherently bad and they aren't they flat out aren't like i mean for the time i guess maybe but like looking at it now it's like we watch just as trashy things but guys my mom's favorite reality show right now is don't be tardy like we've really we've really come a long way from when all of this first went down 
I mean, yeah, if you know our parents. So it's like, think about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now I'm like very Bethany Frankel mentioned it all. Like I want to consume as much trash into my eyeballs and in my brain as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Now I want to remind everyone of something that TLC used to be called, the reason not used to be called TLC's namesake is the learning channel. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, just a reminder. Just I'm glad you brought that up. Just a reminder for when you're tuning into 90 Day Fiance and watching Colty but send dick it's pics like to all of America right. that this is the learning channel. TLC <laughs> inherently has like the most trashy television like reality shows right now. And the fact that it's called the learning channel is well, a shock. Know, we are learning about communities we knew not, nothing about. That's true. That's a but nice spin. I like that. Long. I've I like learned that about take. Six hundred pound people. I've learned about people of different sizes. Hoarders. At birth. Hoarders. What was? It's weird though, because I'm not as into TLC now. Popping. <laughs> What'd you say? Doctor Pimple. So I have like a weird thing I where I will look up. Um, I look up ratings a lot just because I'm so curious. Because there's things that I love, but I'm always so curious to see how they compare with other, um, other shows, and TLC currently is sweeping the ratings like on they they beat like they beat like the mass singer on nbc they beat like the bachelor the fucking mass singer no but the mass singer no, is I'm like kidding. the biggest show on nbc <laughs> which is crazy in its own right but i but um like 90 day fiance pulls in view views that like they double housewives that's insane to me like they hit it's the not, two million they hit the me, two million it's not mark. surprising because the and I feel like 90 Day Fiance appeals to straights differently than bra- like Bravo appeals to straight women. Or, you know, it's like I feel like straight cis dudes think 90 Day Fiance is fun because like their partners, their girlfriends, their significant others watch it. And they're like, this is psychotic, but I can't turn away. They, I, it's also a little know, xenophobic, too. Yes. Which I think appeals to the... That's Middle interesting America. you say that because I do. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that is interesting. But I also, uh, yeah, no, I, there's something to that. I just can't, I think Bravo is just so chef's kiss and I'm now a Bravo loyalist through and through. And I, I agree that it is harder to get that demographic to tune into the Bravo stuff. But to me, that is just such a higher, that's like. The highest Bravo. I don't know. Yeah, it's the it's the highest lowbrow possible. Like the intricacies that are the worlds that are created in those shows and those franchises are just like beyond. So I don't know why people can't get themselves to describe subscribe. There's also, to them. like a production level of Bravo versus TLC. Not to shade TLC, it's just like Bravo has money to put into these vacations that we see these uh, Bravo liberties go on where like TLC, it's like none of the 90 day fiance people are making a significant amount of money off of this. They're just like providing their own income to go meet this person they met online. And so I do think there, I do think there's a weird like plus to that because it feels more, I don't know, authentic. I'm not like a 90 day fiance stan. I also don't watch actively watch the show but i feel like there's a level of tlc they they like the authenticity i'm doing air quotes 
No, I get it. The 90 day. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree. And Listen, I, also, I just want to have money though. They have budget. They just no, don't give it. Yeah. They don't give it to the 90 day. Cause people. they, they pay them like $2,000 a season. To oh yeah. I'm not, nothing them. about that surprises me. Yeah. Leah supposedly allegedly made like 60 off of the season she filmed, which is like a significant uh, amount of no, money. That but, is so low. But if you it knew is the numbers low. of That's all the wives. Yeah. It's not high, but like, in comparison you're like, talking about bravo now but if someone didn't catch that transition. oh sorry yes you're talking about new york leah on new york leah on new york made about sixty thousand dollars for her season that's like entry-level corporate job in new york in city. new york city correct correct but at the same time if you look at that next to tlc's two thousand for the season it's shocking Especially true. when, if the rating thing is true and TLC's ratings are that much higher than Bravo's, like that math does not add up in terms of TLC is cleaning up. Oh, cleaning up. I actually know an ex producer on 90 Day. Oh, Tom, can you? Um, she get, she get worked. The buzz. Are you about to text her? No, no, no. I'm just pulling up our, our next segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you looked ready. You looked ready. I know. I see, I see why you thought that. You're no, like, no, no, I have no. She knows I have this podcast. I don't know if she's allowed to talk about it or not. But she was like a. She wasn't. Also, Val is was a story producer on Teen Mom. Yes, or still is. Maybe still is. I think she still works. We need to have her on. Hi, Val. Hi. Um, okay, cool. So before we get into our bachelorette recap, uh, I just want to touch on some little news that happened in both the Bravo universe and the Bachelor universe. Uh, first, I want to talk about uh, Teresa Giudice finally came out that she has a boyfriend, which I think that she's probably had him for longer than she'd like to admit. Mm-hmm. Do we think? I saw this. Did, Maybe not did, him. Did she actually do the reveal, though? She yes, teased reveal. a reveal. Well, it's all over people. Well, I do think that it wasn't planned. I saw a picture of them like out at a bar or I don't know. It was on some like Instagram account where this guy was like touching her below, like on her waist. And it was like insinuating that they were together and then like touching her below deck. Not below deck. (laughs) Touched her Captain (laughs) Sandy, if you will. (laughs) But I do think that like a couple days later, then she was like, yeah, I have a man. So it was like, I think it got leaked. Yeah, his name's Louie. Okay, because all I've seen is excited to reveal. So I I need like some stats. Just his name. His name is uh, Louis Rulis. Okay, before we while we're on the topic of Jersey, Kathleen is is entrenched in the Jersey housewives community. Like you're in it. It's true. I mean, in it adjacent, I would say. Oh, I know Louis. Please share. So my uncle owns a gym. In New Jersey. It is, is, now, is it the gym where they where Teresa and Joe got in the fight? Is it that one? No. They filmed there somewhat recently, and my Uncle Kevin got mic'd up. Mm-hmm. Um, he, was on, to, he was on the show, wasn't he? Okay. Wasn't he, um, he was filmed. I don't know that it ever made it to the cutting room floor. No, I thought it, I thought it didn't make it to the cutting room floor. I thought it was on our screen. Or I thought it did make it to the cutting room floor. I'll have to circle in on that. We can also edit around this conversation if it's a little like, if it didn't happen. I thought that. I oh, thought it definitely. A screenshot of him on camera. 
he was filmed. I just don't remember if it, I never laid eyes on that episode. So and then wait, either what? I missed it or wait, no, no hold on. No, he was on TV. Yeah, no, he was. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, of course he was. Also, honestly, what is time? Like, I don't remember when this was. I, I just it was last season. Is this? Yeah. The, is this where Teresa like did her bodybuilder training? No, this is a, this is a Gorga only gym mm-hmm. in terms of who stepped inside. So yeah, Trey was not there. Nope, just Melissa and Joey. They both know him. They call him Coach. Um, when we think about like that, because you know how we're like kind of dwindling down on our OG housewives, and we've lost a lot of OGs in the past year. If yeah. you told me like five years ago, like pick Wait, one they're OG, they're not dead. They're just not on the show. People who listen to this know that. <laughs> well, no. maybe not. Tim Hamlet probably yeah. just thought oh, people no. died. You're like we lost a lot. <laughs> like I can't. No long, they're no longer with like, us. Although that will happen one day, which I don't want to get into that. But that's gonna be a hard, a hard decade for me. Who's going first? I don't know. Who's if we the oldest? Put this in the universe. No, no, no. I'm, I know that's no, true. Like, who is the oldest We're housewife? We're asking for Ramona. Well, actually, we've had we've had some deaths. Mama Elsa. Oh my God, Mama Elsa! I love nothing more than the video of Mama Elsa walking around the her apartment, and she's like, "I'm all alone in this lonely house, just me and no one else." <laughs> Jill Zarin's husband. Oh, yeah, that's right, Bobby. Yeah, but Bobby. he was older. These people are older. I'm just saying, like, right. in 10 years, these women are going to be 80, some of them. Who's 70? Ramona. Ramona. Oh, no. no. Ramona's 68. So. 78's not, not 80. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I am not wishing death on any of these Also, people. like, no, 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 guys, you not. know how we are constantly sharing Instagram Instagram stuff and stuff through text, like, will our housewives thread still exist? And will we be sharing obituaries? Probably. It will, it will so, exist. Kathleen, what a silly question. This podcast will be going in 10 years. We're going to have like, we're going to have moments we're gonna of silence. We're going to be touring. We're going to be <laughs> moment of silencing. We're going to be maybe even speaking we'll at be these doing people's the, funerals. Yeah, we'll, do it, we'll be doing the funeral tour, the circuit, if you will. Not yeah, no, I, I <laughs> honestly going to hell. Hell I, is opening its arms for us at this no, moment. No, honey, the GOP is crawling into hell. I thought <laughs> I was bad until uh, <laughs> this election. Uh, but you guys, before. I have to say, like, even having this conversation and thinking about these women not being with us is bringing up a different level of something within me that I'm not expecting. And I'm not usually like a celebrity death affects me kind of way i mean it does in the sense of like if you will i understand what you're saying (laughs) some people feel like a particular i guess it just depends on on your personal level of attachment to somebody but like Mm -hmm. this is where this is where it all goes to shit for me is when we start having to talk about that reality I just want to be clear. Today we are recapping the Bachelorette. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Recapping the housewives that have not died. No, I know, but I, I like to talk about Bravo too. <laughs> you know, on all on all episodes. That is, I I do Bachelorette. No offense to the Bachelorette people, but I do that to bring the listeners Bachelor in, so I can Nation. talk about Potomac. <laughs> That's then, how we lure them in, I, and no, then we start. Had, I think I've gained. I would say I've gained six households to start watching potomac off of this podcast i did too i think i think that's a that's a big win i'm expecting you, you both also potomac. got this household to watch potomac but that's before the podcast but 
Yeah. You guys really made a move. Sorry, there is a bug. Um, it's not doing anything. Okay. It's not going to press a button. <laughs> it was so Okay, well, we're going to move on. <laughs> Kix is like, there's a bug. What's that smell? It smells I'm so good. I'm having such ADD right now. <laughs> like, there's a bug on? on the screen. Someone's cooking. It smells like fucking like Texas toast. Clang in her rings. Like, clang, like clang, a... clang. <laughs> All right, let's get into the Bachelorette. Yes, we'll we'll just recap that. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to, so that kind of wraps up news. There wasn't so much this week. Um, oh, also feel free to send me any, um, I almost said nudes, but you can do that too. <laughs> news and nudes. <laughs> that's, that's the new segment name. News and nudes. I like it. Um, you can send either. I do have a boyfriend, so I can't send anything back, but I'm happy to look at a dick. And in addition to that, I would love to read some news. So if you, if you hear a story, you're like, I wish that Tom and Kicks and esteemed guests would talk about this, send it my way either to my Instagram that is at the Tom Hamlet or to Dumpster Dive Pod. Uh, either one. Um, we're going to move on to our Bachelorette recap. We're going to take a quick break right here for uh, sponsors that maybe exist on Sunday. We'll see. Talk to you guys in one second. Okay, guys, we are back with our recap of the Bachelorette. So Tasha is going to take on Claire's uh sloppy seconds and um <laughs> my jaw just dropped to the what floor do you mean? that's what it is i know but that was so aggressive i didn't think it was that aggressive was it it's I true that most of these men are more excited to see Tasha than they so were excited to right so Tasha walks in and everyone literally pre-came like it was like They're everyone like, was like oh. <laughs> Like, I want a body mic on some of them, like, and a hot mic. They're like, <laughs> they were like, oh. Tasha is the human specimen. I mean, she is beautiful. Her like, body is fucking wild. Her face is fucking wild. And put, regardless of her physical appearance, she is total package. Like, she's funny, energetic, content creator, content creator. <laughs> and I have to say, no, though, seriously, she is the whole god d package for sure and like i i love that you just abbreviated that kicks okay um, my mom's listening to you yeah, yeah. Kill me. <laughs> yeah. no oh, i i am <laughs> in awe mom. of her what'd you say it's a log off mom oh <laughs> no i totally agree i am in awe of her i think that to be to be so like confident in yourself but also so like welcoming and warm while you're being filmed and being able to like let yourself be pursued I don't know whatever she has going on is like a a great mix and I'm here for it and I want her to find love and yeah. she's also fun to watch it's not like previous bachelorettes or a previous bachelor said it's like you do have it all but you're boring as fuck it's like she has it all and I just can't look away yeah. Well, also, I'm just not a Claire fan, so, like, it, it truly could not be op more opposite, and it's just a total breath of fresh. So, supposedly, Dale is looking at apartments for Claire and him in New York. Um, I feel like she'd be a good housewife on New York. You've said that before, so let's no put it way. in the air again, yeah. Can you imagine her and Luann ripping it up at a cabaret together? <laughs> She's Claire, not... Like no, I have no interest in watching that. Do you really? I do. I, Are you joking? I like her for my screen. I'm not saying I want to be friends with her, but 
So there's okay. So while we're on Claire, let's just take okay. a moment. So the episode is kind of split up into two parts, one of which they do like a uh, men tell all with Claire and Dale, and then they yeah. do Tasha. So now that we're talking about Claire, let's just talk about this short little tell all that was really uninforming um, just briefly. Cause I hope we're done with her after this, but Claire <laughs> and Dale sit down with Chris Harrison. I'm assuming this was kind of recent actually that they filmed it and um, just kind of talk about their journey and Chris Harrison I think more than he was like, I'm asking this for bachelor nation, but I actually think that he was like, did you guys really hang out before? Or did you really talk? And they, they're doubling down. I do not like when people say swear on dead relatives. Like it's so, it's just like, so I almost think that when you do that, you, you, appear more that you're lying to me sometimes because it's like why are you going to such a length I to, agree with you. Yeah, yeah why are you going to such a length to tell me that you're not lying it's like just be also, like i didn't do it back that, off like that justification does nothing for me on the receiving end like oh, I, oh on your dad's life like oh okay like i'm that doesn't get yeah, me over the edge more dramatic and more awkward. like oh. shut up i really really understand She's in quarantine. She was supposed to go film the show. She's now horny because she's not getting any attention from men, IRL. And she sees all these men that she will eventually get to meet. Like I get like looking on it and falling in love with one. I don't see that out of the realm of possibilities for me. Like I feel like I would do something similar if I were her. Yeah, there, there's no way that I would be able to help myself from, from stalking. Like, there's no way she would look at someone and be like, he's ugly, and then in person be like, oh, this is the one. Like, she's getting a, pre- a preview of all these men. Usually they would just pop, pop out of the limo and they're there, you know? I don't know. I, I, I just I can't. It. No, I get it, but I, I just have such little investment in her, and I don't know what it is, and I need to think about it, but, like, I don't really care if they were or they weren't DMing. Like, I just see yeah. I disagree. Yeah. It's like Ramona, for example. I don't like her as a housewife. I don't think she's fun for TV because she's just so mean and angry. But it's like I like the aspect of enjoyment and I'd like to watch her and that's how I feel about Claire. I'm not comparing them to I just did, but I can see that. It's like I like that Claire is out of this world crazy. Nuts. Because I find it, I don't want to look away. I want to know everything about her. I, I hope the best for her because I'm like, if Dale's it, then it's it. I'm here for that. I'm here for it. They looked like <laughs> when they sat down at the tell all, they looked like they had just done a quickie in the back. Like Dale was like, <laughs> Gerald was talking about his, cause he watches this with me and he's like, doesn't, he doesn't know anything about the show. He just like watches when I watch it. And he was like, he looks dirty. Like he looks like his, one of his shoulders on his suit was like at his ear and the other one was like flat. His, his, his button down looked like so disheveled. It looked like they just were like in the closet. Like while Chris Harrison was like, and can't you see Claire being like, fuck me. Well, speaking of that, <laughs> Harrison was like, so what's next for you guys? Moving in. Yes. Kicks. Oh, I wrote, my God. I wrote that down too. I wrote that down too. Yep. Thank keep going. Oh, Claire goes, Babies. <laughs> the way you two just said that was so much more tolerable than the way she did. She was like, babies. <laughs> like, it was just like, I'm going to go, let me grab my vomit bucket. Like what? And Dale was like, his eyes nearly fell out of his he skull. Just, he <laughs> <literally> frozen. <laughs> skated over the 
that immediately. And Chris Harrison was like, you're just going to ignore that she just said that. I bet you he's like, yeah, this bitch is psycho, of course. I'm used to this. She's like, we're open to anything. We're open to anything. Babies, marriage, anything. There's things about her that I see in myself. Oh, that's not where I thought you were going with that. You, you thought I was going to call someone out? I do think she's like every girl's like inner monologue. Yes. That is outwardly expressed. It's like no matter where you are in your relationship with a man and someone asks you, what's the next step? You're immediately, I think, marriage kids. <laughs> Whether it's been six months or three years. Okay, so but- I do think she's... I, that's what I, I do think that's what I like about her is that she's thinking what everyone is thinking and she's saying it. Except for that, except for that. I completely agree with you. The only other thing that I'll add is that I think it's particularly triggering for me and maybe you two kicks, no judgment if it is or if it isn't. Like I pride myself in being in, I think that I'm a pretty self-aware person. And so like, the fact, the fact that she has no filter, but then also loves that about herself is like really triggering something in me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of like, she can't put a lid on anything. And all I do is put lids on things. Right. So, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a mix of both. And I do see this level of like, well, every girl who just got engaged is thinking about how big their ring is, is thinking about when they're going to have babies, is thinking You're everything so she's saying. Not that I think that remotely it makes sense for her to think about kids right now, but like, I also get it, unfortunately. No, you're so right. You're right, so but right. let's all not forget. I feel like we're losing track of the fact that they knew each other for 10 days. Sure. Yeah, they literally said yep. two weeks. So essentially all all we find out is that they're going to get an apartment together and maybe have babies. And then we kind of get back to the episode. So let's get back into like the Tasha portion of the episode. Tasha comes, Tasha meets the guys that are there. I, is there, so without spoiling, well, it doesn't really matter if we spoil, but I, I wrote down immediately when she was talking to some of these guys at first, I just, I've loved Zach C since Claire was on and when they were sure. together, I was like, oh my God, I just have such a crush on him. He's just so sweet, so cute. My roommate Leela has a connection to him. And not that long ago, I said, when as we were watching this, I was like, I need you to look into that. Um, so curious to see how that ends. But also, I'm sure we're going to get to this. He's like my front runner for sure. The way that he got up with confidence to introduce himself to one of the new guys that walked into the house. Yes. I felt I've never been more attractive to someone. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. When he shook Spencer's hand, I was like, and... I put the scene on Pornhub. But yeah, I was going to say, yeah. start of a Pornhub. <laughs> wait, wait. So, okay. So they, she's meeting these guys and then Chris Harrison pulls her aside and is like, okay, I have, I have to tell you something. We have more guys. So she, they, we, I thought we were going to get like eight more. It was only four more, which here, here's my theory on the four is that they were the COVID They seconds. were. I looked it up. I looked it up right before we started recording is that um, some of them were backups in case someone got COVID. You guys are taking the words right out of my mouth. I said that too. I was like, four guys? That's it? I know. I'm like, well, that's it. They are, again, they actually are backups. But I do 
I knew it was coming. I kind of wish that they would have brought some of the people that um, Claire booted because we are stands for Gavin. Garen. Gavin? Garen. Garen. <laughs> Clearly He's not older, that big older black gentleman. He was so nice. And I thought so Claire got rid of sweet. him. It was so rude. I loved him. He was the one who like got mm-hmm. naked on the dodgeball thing. I just loved him. He was so cute. Okay, um, okay. No, so they bring in these guys. Immediately they bring in this guy, Spencer, who he, I thought this, and then the boys just said it at me. He walked, he, he meets her. Tasha's like, this guy is fucking hot. And he walks in. And did you hear all the guys go, is that Brandon? Like they thought it was Brandon, the guy that went home. Remember the guy that Claire sent home because he didn't watch her seasons, essentially? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, like, he looks so similar to him. And all the guys were like, wait, is that Brandon? They like left it in the audio cut. I was like, this is hilarious because I thought the same thing. But we meet this guy, Brandon. We meet this guy. Um, no, we meet this guy, Spencer. Sorry, sorry. Right? My Spencer, yes. And then there's three others. Uh, there's a very Noah. handsome black guy that comes on. There is a um, man Mo- who... Modell? Uh, Montel, Montel. Montel. I wrote it all down. Yep. And then we have... Who was the next one, Kathleen? We have Mustache Man, and then we have another guy. But we, have Peter, we have Peter. Peter's from Framingham. Mustache Man is named Noah. He's a nurse. He brought the stethoscope. He's a nurse. Yes. Yes. So I think Mustache Man is repulsive. Kix thinks... So we were watching the episode together this evening like watching she had not seen a couple parts of it and so she was like i have to say that mustache man like i would have dated him in college and I go, oh there's so many guys from osu that look exactly oklahoma like state. oklahoma state that look like him as i say that on screen they're like oh he's from oklahoma i wonder if everyone no. yes yes it happened literally he, in he, that he one went to osu right I, I can't decide i think he um, is an OSU fan. Go Pokes. Go Pokes. Um, so I would have tried to um, hook up with him in college. <laughs> He's one of 11, has a twin he brother. one of 11. I really, really dislike a mu- his mustache. I like a mustache on a gentleman, See, like I in totally a disagree. hot gay porn star <laughs> way, but he, his is not meant to be. But he, so it's not meant to be, but it is meant to be in a southern college way of like i'm gonna have a mustache this season because who who cares go pokes yeah <laughs> it's like wait a, you guys it's like a bde kind of situation it's like i think it's it the opposite but <laughs> kathleen go ahead go ahead kathleen okay i have a question prompt mm-hmm. which one of the men do you think you would feel the most confident introducing to our group of friends I would argue Brendan. I was gonna say easy. Ooh, easy's good too. I think Brendan because I I think we should give some context, yeah, as to why this is a tough choice. <laughs> well, Davis, the listener has essentially met all of our close friends. That's true. They, well, that's that's not true. There are a couple that have not come on, but the close friends in our friend group that like watch these shows have all pretty much all come on. Except Dan, who you've actually, you've, if you're listening to this, episode, you've actually have already met Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Kathleen was the last one, actually, in that, in, yeah. that, in, in the world of re- release of podcasts. Um, yeah. yeah, I'd say easy. I like, I mean, I love Brendan. He's so cute. We'll get to that in a second, in a little bit. I love him. I love okay, him so we will get into that because I've not so seen what you two are seeing. So. Really? He's a, mass, he's a mass boy, too. 
Are we talking about the guy she had a one-on-one with at the end? Yes. Massachusetts boy, Brent, Brent, Brendan, yeah. He does not do it for me. Are you joking? Oh, God. Okay, well, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. All right. I'm no, disappointed in you. let's go but... there. It's like... No, can we get... Th- okay, we, sorry. We keep getting... We are... are <laughs> through line We're of getting this derailed. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so the new guys get there. She meets with the new guys. She gives her first impression rose to um, the new guy, Spencer, which I almost think was planted because it was a little bit of an eye roll. Um, My middle finger is up. And then... Yes, such same. a douche. Such a douche. And then same. they have a group date where they're going to go play um, splash ball. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't either. Which, as, can I... Yeah. Can I just say, like, this whole season is just going to be watching them compete against each other. And it's essentially a, f- it's like field day. Like, they, they're running out of things to do. Day. It's like you, we see it in the promo for next episode, another competition. Like, no. They're doing it's, a three legged race next week. It's true. It's, <laughs> and like, season. They I'm sure we'll be seeing it this season. season. Claire, what yes, do you mean? Claire, uh, sorry, when Claire was on Juan Pablo's season, they did a field day episode and they did do uh, like a hey. No, but aren't they doing a tug of war next week? No, they're doing yeah, like a it's like, match. But also the fact that we're still walking around the La Quinta, like just really oh, honey, gets there me. There are parts of the La Quinta we have not seen yet, okay? We have not seen all this La Quinta. <laughs> yeah, we will just see like, all of it by the end of the, end of the yeah, season. Yeah, no need to visit the La Quinta at this one because we'll have seen every inch of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, it, do we, the fact well, that it's not the La Quinta. Like, it's not La Quinta, like the motel. Not La Quinta Inn. By the end of the season, will we see more of? Will we see more of the La Quinta or Sonia Morgan? I think hmm. Hmm, that's a good question. We've really seen all of Sonia Morgan. <laughs> no, that's why I asked. My favorite Sonia getting naked is when they're in Tequila, Mexico, and and Ramona goes, "Oh, she didn't shave her bush." <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that yeah, at all. So, Sonia gets naked after drinking margaritas, and like, and Ramona's just sitting back on the lounge, and she goes, "Oh, Sonia didn't shave her bush." <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom. Hey, dad. <laughs> Anyways, back to the episode. So, um, what happens? So they go, they do this splash ball tournament, which is ugh, fine, and then everyone hates Spencer, so they like pound him. And he's like bleeding and kind of freaking out because that's his moneymaker. He's like, this is my face. <laughs> my lip. My lip. My roommate goes, he was like, oh my God, he he has to have had lip injections. I go, Gerald, did you not watch the last scene? Like he just got hit in the face with a, with a, with a basketball. Um, but the date was so weird. Did you notice that they, they had a winning team, but then they all just got to go on the date? They all, no, they didn't film the winning team getting to go to the barbecue. Yeah, that was so weird. They didn't air it, I should say. But they also don't air when they eat. So I wonder if it was, I don't know, who cares? That's an odd thing because so on Housewives, Andy has gone on like many podcast interviews all over the place where he talks about something the editors always do on Housewives is it's like in the mandatory things when the company goes in to edit the episodes is they must show what they order and must show what they eat. Right, because when these... Like they have um, to have a scene of them with food and they have to well, show them Well, when the contestants on, these, on Bachelor Nation, they go and eat, the food is there and it usually is either fake or inedible. I mean, you As see- on the dates? Yes. Yeah, that's what I heard. You don't, don't forget that JPJ and Taysha went on a date on- oh, You remember this. They went on a date on Bachelor in Paradise last season and JPJ, they must have been intoxicated. I mean, JPJ's- 
a lot. So he was like, do you dare me to eat this food? And he picked it up with his fork and it was like a piece of food that was like a size of a CD. Yeah. So it's like they have this food, I think, for presentation and it's known in Bachelor. They talk about it in Bachelor Nation that you don't eat the food. You're not I, allowed to. I would like to reiterate that we've brought up JPJ on truly every episode every of this podcast. Every single And I one. think we're just going to keep doing it. And it's a challenge. We have to somehow <laughs> bring him into every conversation. I mean, now that Tayshia's The Bachelorette, it's easy. Yeah. But um, so they have a group date. Uh, she's meeting boys. The, the, the boys that really stick out to her are Easy, um, Spencer, and Zach C. I love all these boys. Two, yeah. out of, two out of the three of them stick out for me, too. You don't like who? You don't like Easy? No, Spencer. I also wrote Oh, Jay. yeah, Spencer. Jay? Jay is the fitness guy who wants to be a fitness professional. Mm-hmm. Who's not succeeding so at Brendan, that. So Brendan, Ivan, Jay, Easy, Spencer were like my kind of top five, I think, that because of the promo, I feel like they might go pretty far. Oh, I think Jay's out early. He he's, he's, looks like a little kid. Brendan is definitely on my radar. They dance together, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Brendan yeah. gets the one-on-one date. So before we get to the one-on-one date, so she goes... Wait, she goes no. Through, Brendan? Yes, he does. It's oh, is there a Ben? Is there a Ben? There's a Ben and a Bennett. Yeah, no, I think I think... Bennett I'm is the Harvard that. guy. Yeah, no, really I think I'm dated. Ben is the... <laughs> ben is the, is the ex-Marine. That's who I'm, okay, that's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Um, so Easy gets the first impression, Rose. We love that. We love Easy. He's such a sweetie. Yes. And uh, after, like, the group date, Jason, who famously wrote all of his feelings on a piece of rock <laughs> and threw it at a wall. I'm so player. glad that you and Sam touched on that because I... Psychotic. Yeah. They right. really, like she said, did him so dirty. So dirty. And he wrote a letter to his inner child. it's crazy so jason ends up taking himself out of the competition because he's like i literally revealed all myself to this woman claire that i barely knew and i don't know how i'm gonna be able to do that again and america right no i do i honestly i do think that he was being very honest with everyone i don't think he was like doing it for television he was just like i don't like like i had such feelings for claire that why am I here for another person? And like, I like that in a way. I was also like, are you playing up the fact that this exit interview could be the next interview for The Bachelor? <laughs> I know what he's not made no, for The Bachelor. No, he's not. But it's like every outgoing contestant who's The Bachelor has that same like monologue in the car on the way out of the Mexico hotel. Yeah. Agreed. That was my only other criticism of Tasia was just like, I, if a man is telling you that, then he's giving you a gift and like, let's not convince him to stay. Like, let's celebrate the fact that he's being honest and let him go, honey. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. It's like, oh no, we don't agree. I, no, I say I do agree. With I you. thought she handled it. I thought that I think she was she nice handled to it, him. Okay. Well, no, I think she handled it well. I would say it's like, she is in her feelings about these guys being there for Claire initially. And then her being the second choice, which I totally can understand. Like, I can't imagine going into a position where it's like these guys for 10 days were like vying for this girl that 
literally just left. And as, now- as a gay person, I'm familiar with that setup. <laughs> That's how the gay world works. We've all we've all had each other's sloppy seconds. So like, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm more just like if a man is sloppy. She's not sloppy. The sloppy seconds are the men. Okay. Yeah. No, that's my... No, the sloppy seconds is the person not that yeah. you had sex with that the other person did. Like I'm saying, the, all the boys that made out with Claire are the sloppy seconds. Got it, got it, got it. Right. They're Claire's sloppy seconds. No, yeah. I mean, that, that's not what that means. Okay. No, I think she's a queen. That's why I'm saying right, right, you don't need to be... Tasha's sloppy. <laughs> no. Tasha's a queen. My point is, is that she doesn't need to be trying to convince Jason that he needs to get give her a chance like let him go let him reconcile his feelings and like you keep on keeping on yeah um so after jason leaves we get our one-on-one date card it goes to brendan who is from massachusetts and is just such a little sweetie apparently kathleen doesn't like him what what do you not like about him i'm just not i don't know he's just not doing it for me i think that he is just a little more like I don't know. There's something about him. He's a little more like meek or something. I'm not sure. I, I just, I think they look so good together. Like I see it for them. Like just Can, keep going. Convince me. No, They're, I see it for them cute. physically. Also like the way that they were talking to each other. It's like, she mentioned the fact that she needs someone that is exactly like him, essentially like in short terms. It's like, he isn't as outgoing and upfront and but he's like kind and genuine and like um very like personal and personable and i don't know i just i think that they look and they're i think they're physically and mentally a match simpatico simpatico if you will yes i understand i also think that i am just not the type to gravitate towards that myself so i have a question for, for you yeah of these guys, what would be the guy that you, like, if you were, if you were Tasha, what would be, like, two guys that you would give a one-on-one date card to? Zaxi and Easy, for sure. Okay. But it's because they're that. both, like, they're both, like, really proactive, they're funny, they, like, take control, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I think with Brendan, Brandon, Brendan, what is it? Bre- uh, Brendan. We had a Brandon who left and then now we have a Brendan. God forbid we just get, I, I, I think it's so fun, funny that we, every season it's like a, we always have like a Hannah C, Hannah G. It's like, God forbid we get 15 people that don't have the same name. <laughs> also the fact that we have two people named Blake plus a second name. Yeah. Blake Moines and Blake. Oh God. Yeah. Blake Moines. Blake Ma- the, Ma- the body the grooming specialist. Yes. I'll never forget yeah. his weird ass body. His single wob. <laughs> what do we have so far fat ass deli sandwich fads My, mine is fads kicks is gas which is exciting yeah. i don't remember what it stood for I don't either. <laughs> what was it it was know. something ass something something yes. sides was it great ass sides. 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 sides yes in reference to a pretzel thin her <laughs> <laughs> good ass sides yeah Oh my god. Listen, I, I just like that it's gas. It's so fitting. <laughs> fitting? Just because we're talking about deli, we're talking about bodega sides like, and it's gas. What? Are you coming for me? <laughs> no, it's no your tootie kicks. So, yeah, they go on a cute little date. They go on a little horseback ride, you know, around people's hotel rooms. <laughs> <laughs> While also drinking a margarita. 
Yeah. That's a lot. Like, I couldn't do that. Honestly, fuck Chris Harrison because he cock-blocked three times now. I thought it was kind of fun. I liked it. I mean, it. it was funny on the date. But he cock-blocked the first time when they were chatting and Chris was like, I have to interrupt because more dudes are here. And Brendan's like, uh... Oh, right. That was him. That was him. Oh, yeah, yes. you're right. Yeah. And so that, I think that's why they played the cock-block up on this date is because it was... It's you know what? Known. They're getting creative with the hijinks because we're running out of space at the La Quinta, so... But they, but they go to dinner and they reveal that they both were married at a younger age, which... No, I, I, it's so. I, I don't know why that's that should be a big deal to people. It, I don't think it's a big deal at all. I don't find it Do a big deal. It, would that be a deal breaker for anyone here if you went on a date with someone who's married? It would not for me. Because I think it just depends on this. go ahead. I don't know. It's like I grew up in the South where people get married at. I know someone who got married at nineteen. Um, I know some like a lot of my girlfriends get got married right out of college, so it's like. Getting married young is not really, a th- it, it makes sense in my brain. So if someone, I met someone at my age, I mean, I'm in a partnership, so that's besides the point. But if I met someone at my age and was like, yeah, I got married young and it just didn't work out. I, I don't know. It feels fine. I don't, I don't think that would be a deal breaker to me. No, I mean, no, no shade to those that get married young. The things work out oh, for them exactly. too. Yes. But like, I just think that there's so much more to learn about people as you, like I I have changed so much since I was 22 years old. Like I can't imagine having to be with me then and now. And maybe like, ser- I'm serious. Like, but ser- I mean, I, I also like my life is different than someone who lives in the South where like you get married, have a family, you have the same job for all that time. But okay, yeah, it's not, I'm not shading people. I'm just saying that it's like, I get, I get the fact of it happens a lot of people getting married young, period. And so if someone was like, yeah, I got married too young and blah, 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 I'd be like, cool. But my point is like, I agree with you. My point is like, they divorce someone who is different than the person sitting in front of you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. I just don't think it's a big deal. No, but I don't think so either. But I, I liked that they bonded over that. I thought it was so cute. He was like, there, there was no drugs. There was no cheating. There I was just, no it just che- didn't work out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was so I know. cute. And she was like, I literally don't care. <laughs> okay, you um, guys but, are winning me back over. You're yeah, winning me back cutie. over. The, his so little smile cute. and his little, I can't believe the Massachusetts draw didn't bring you in. I feel like you're into a Massachusetts boy. I do. I, yeah, I'm for sure. But I'm more just like, I was like, Okay, get to the point. Like Right, right. Um, but they have Brendan, a cute little makeout sesh. And then this made me just chuckle, chuckle, chuckle. Was they go to the no, usually once again back to the La Quinta. Usually they go on their dance <laughs> on these extravagant yeah. places. But they're about like ten steps from the like the craft food services that the boys are eating over on Sure set. were. Yeah. And so they they get all these fireworks as they're dating and the boys are like eating their like cheese stick and they look over and they're like, Well, looks like that date's going pretty good. <laughs> There's fireworks on the cliff and at La Quinta. But can we also talk about like the logistics of all of this? Like they had to get a horse to the La Quinta. They had to get two horses. Two. Yes. Thank you. And the horses had to get COVID tests through their nose, (laughs) down their throat. Correct. Quarantine for 14 days. Honestly, the probably did get COVID tests because animals do get COVID. Cats do. I don't know about horses. But who knows? That's what I'm they saying. They also like had to orchestrate the, the fireworks. Right. Like, the hoops that these people are 
jumping through. I almost said throwing. (laughs) (laughs) Also, let's not set up fireworks when California is on fire. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, let's think about that. California was actively in flames when these fireworks are going off. It feels not right. But anyways, so next week we get like also a wrestling match that looks interesting. But um, with with your OSU guy getting in the mix. He's getting, no, he's getting the villain at it. He's also getting the villain at it. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, is yeah. A, I think he's probably the villain. Yeah. Does that make you into him more? Yes. <laughs> on that ex- <laughs> thrilling uh, damage note, we're going to move on to our final segment. We're going to take a break right here and we'll be back in one second with uh, La Mania. Bye, guys. Okay, and we are back with our final segment here on Dumpster Dive. Uh, we always like to wrap up in a fun little conversation about whether we think each other would be good on reality television. So we will start, Kix and I will start with giving you the lowdown of what we think about your place on reality TV. And then we'll okay. wrap up on you um, putting us in our place. Fierce. Um, okay, are you ready for me? Let me have it. Yeah, I'm ready. So I think that you would be a great um, kind of side chick on one of the, uh, like, what? Pierce. What's, what's that look about? Tell me more. No, say more. No, no. I just, I, I'm picturing like a Bradley and I filming a scene and then like Kathleen walking in and saying like Bradley's friend and then you being like, here's the tea, ladies. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I was just over having lunch with X, Y, and Z and they said so-and-so and so-and-so. The Faye Resnick, if you will. And then you just like get up and leave and you're like, who was that? Okay. It's funny that you say this because I feel like when I got this assignment, I was also, um, framing it in a way of if I were the star. So in your, in your Matt story, you, you're the star. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I did put I it that way. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just see you like, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like we're this podcast is I'm hoping that it barrels towards an Andy Cohen interview where I pitch uh, the reality show to him of our friend. For sure. Michael. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, that's it. That. That's the thing. I think that being a friend of is a safe space in that, like, I, my own loop of whether or not I'm, I'm fit for reality TV, my considerations are, if I'm going to do it, if I would actually sign up to do it, then I would sit with myself and really say, like, if I'm signing my name on this line, they're getting all of me. And I will be myself and I will speak my truth and I'd say nine times out of 10, I'm more than willing to like really back that up. No one's perfect. So I'm not afraid of an apology, but I would. You are good at confrontation. Like you're willing to sit down and have the conversation, have a conversation. Yeah. And I would consider that before signing on, but I do think that there is a time and a place for honesty. And so I'm not sure how many friendships that I would really be willing to start. Well, no, I just think, I think it would have to, to be really evaluated under, under the lens of like, at what price? Like, do I want to potentially sacrifice friendships over that? I don't know. I found many times and places for honesty. I can think of about 24 hours of the day time for honesty in my life. <laughs> well, that's true, which is why I think that you would be incredible on reality television, but you would also have to be dealing with those. Just think about a re- think about sitting on a reunion couch. I know. I always wonder, 
oh, this is going to be kind of a bad thing to say, but we're just going to forge ahead. I always like wonder if it would like separate friends. You know what I mean? Like I worry right. about like where the line would be drawn with like, I mean, it say like, would. like it's say like, like we went in for these shows. No, I know. I just say, say like our friend circle went in as like a Vanderpump Rules situation. We're not nearly as incestuous as they are. Well, not at all. We're really not very incestuous at all. I mean, it's gay yeah. men and straight women. So. No, but like the gay guy, none of the gay guys, well, that's not true. <laughs> Shout out to bleep and bleep. <laughs> you know who you are. But most of the people in the circle haven't hooked up. <laughs> No, but but That's you know I always your ears. but you know I always think about that. I'm like, I wonder, like, not that I, I don't want to, I don't think about like who wouldn't be friends. I, that's the only thing that scares me is like, I would never want to lose anyone, you know. Listen, I think though, I really think that like, sure, have we all gotten feedback from people on the exterior that we're all blatantly honest with each other and it's fearless a little scary? Feedback. What I said, fearless feedback. Yeah, well, we've all got we've all gotten that feedback. Like, what happens? What happens here is, it's sink or swim. But I would also like to think that, like, if I caught you two in a conversation about me, or you and someone else in a conversation about me, it wouldn't really be anything that I wouldn't already know. So I may not like to hear it, or it might be a little ouchy at the time. But like, not ouchy. <laughs> like, you know what I. No, I know you. You are so good with yes, that, though. Yeah. Wait, I have a. Can I? Can I go on a little t- a side thing here? A story yeah. about our lives as I friends. I mean, this whole episode. Yeah, is yeah. Tangent. So yeah, I know college, it is. So Kathleen, I didn't really introduce you this way, but Kathleen went to college with essentially the cast of Dumpster Dive Pod. It's true. <laughs> and she's like in our friend circle here in New York. And when we would, we were savage in college, and we would have parties, and we would be like, okay. It's that this time in the night we're playing saucy charades. And so we would get up. Have you never heard about this? I've truly never heard about this. Well, we never played Kicks. with you. But we no, never played, never heard we never played with you because you like don't know all of like you know so much of that what happened to get like yeah. like in college, but you yeah. don't know like there's just little things that you just don't know about. So what would happen is we everyone would write down two scandalous things that happened in our friend group. Tom, I blocked them, this out of my head. And put them in a pot like charades and we would draw a thing and we had to do an impersonation like charades, no speaking of like the saucy thing. This so, like, is actively fucked up. This is actively yeah, sure a is. reality show. Like yes. this should yes. be like, this is the pitch. So like. I mean, I was in a sorority in college and God, we never did anything this horrible. <laughs> well, no, but I, but the, the, the reason I say that our group of friends would be good is because no one left that game ever being like, like no one left upset that we know of that's true i don't know i guess like, i guess what i mean is i never left upset tom never left upset <laughs> yeah kathleen's like i left upset did no. you no no i never left upset like i i we would be part like of me still- when taylor schubert and tom were sexting and things like that you can't once again you he, cannot say he people's would lol names. he would lol if okay. you heard this do you agree, Kathleen? Yeah, I think that, yeah, no, no. I think that that's a safe, I think that that's a safe space. But like, I think, I think it was bold of us to assume that everyone was fine with that. I think that if you weren't fine with that, it would not have been a, I don't know. I, I feel like if somebody was like, I don't want to participate, like. You would have I, said something. Yeah, I feel like we would have been fine. Everyone's down for it. 
I, I don't know where my point went at this point, but we used to play that. And like, I just think that our friend circle is resilient and we would be great on reality television. It kicks you go. I, that was a long version of my thing. <laughs> you, are you speechless? No, I'm not speechless. <laughs> Kathleen, I, I'm not convinced that you would be like prime time television reality TV star. Ouch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was such a bad way of saying that. This is why that was this is epic. why I'm last in our friend group on that the was, guests of the pod. That was hashtag Megan the Science Savage. I'm just saying like I also that's not not what you said when you described your situation. I know but Listen. I said that she'd be the fave resnick of the friend group. I'm saying that it was like I do I think you would be a fun friend of for like a Vanderpump or that kind of situation like if now you'd be like a fun friend of when you would come to the bars and it would be like kathleen friend of blah blah blah. i think i think we're here's what i think we're all getting at is kathleen is like one of the most business savvy headstrong people in the group and i sometimes i think that what we're talking about is beneath you yeah no thanks guys i don't i don't wouldn't say that it I don't feel that it's beneath me and that I'm very interested in thinking about that and seeing how that would play out. But I would say that I think nine times out of 10, certain confrontations aren't worth it. I just more like, I think I think myself through the end result before going through the motions of it. So like if someone were to have an issue with me or whatever, I would sort of think that through to the end and Mm -hmm. I wouldn't necessarily need to be naked in a pool on a noodle, like sorting out the details, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just think you're smarter. I think you might be just a bit smarter than it, you know? Well, I think that just doesn't make as great television because like they, people would be like trying to stoke the fire and I'd be like, y'all, I'm not doing that. This brings me to something I've always wanted to know. And I feel like we don't know enough about it is when, we knew we so Jackie Gold Schneider. That, is that how you say her last name? Sure. She's a housewife in New Jersey. I don't know that you watch New Jersey. No, I do. I was going to kicks. No, I don't watch. Um, not you, you should. No, like, I know. The last I should. Seasons I, were good, I've but watched, Jackie. Yeah, here and there. My uncle's on it. About yeah, yeah, her uncle's on it. Yeah, I know. Jackie was very open about being a fan of the show. And you know, on shows like Drag Race and Bachelor, like that doesn't really matter so much. But on Housewives, that can be a little sticky you know i wonder how many wives we have in our like lexicon now that are actually fans turned wives you know i'm getting at like we are fans of reality i don't know how good we would end up being on reality because we are fans of it that we just think about it too much and i wonder how many of these wives are like oh my god i'm gonna be on the real housewives of blank 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 and it's like i've been watching them since can you imagine if in 10 years, you and I were on the Real Houses of New York City. I mean, that would be, that would be psycho. Like, I would be like, this show is the reason I am who I am today. Like, that is my Bible. And the idea of stepping foot on that set, I'd be like, I don't, I can't do this. You know? No, I couldn't do it. I just wonder, I I, I wonder, like, if we have more wives that, like, are in that, you know, spot. And how do you find people at this point who are willing to be on the show but haven't seen it? Mm-hmm. Right. People claim that all the time. Girls, yeah. Oh, how annoying when people are like, I've never seen the show. It's like, if I went on a reality show and I knew that these women had been filming for 15 years, I'd be like, looks like I'm spending 15, hour, 15 weeks catching up on this before I film because I got to know what's going on, you know? Yeah, you need for to like, sure. know what you're coming into. 
Um, For sure. But I want to transition to your comments on uh, the two of us. Okay. So Tom, I feel like you fit like an archetype here that of characters that I, characters, that people that I like want more of. So kind of like in the, in the like lady sitter slot, like he was definitely. Shout out to lady sitter. That's a dream guest here on Dumpster Dive. Yeah. No, no, I know. For those that don't know, can you explain who lady sitter is for those that don't know? He's Kyle Richards. Manny, I think he started as a Manny, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And and helped raise the girls or or watch the girls, but now he has an E. He's on E Daily. Show. E, yeah. Okay. You you honestly know him better than I do. I just enjoy watching their relationship play out. Yeah, but he like started behind the scenes, in the scenes, and then now he has his own, you know, shtick. Right. And so I also feel like and nightly, like him, Nina Parker, and then another, what's her name? I forget Morgan? the guy and the girl, the white guy and the white girl. Yeah. They like interchange. White guy, from, white woman, excuse me. Yes. Morgan is the woman's name. But yeah, he's on E daily and I think sometimes nightly too. Um, keep going. I want to hear more about me. <laughs> I also feel like in this, in a similar way, you are everything that I wanted John Sessa to be. Oh God! <laughs> Thank you. I John Sessa sucks. No, but I know what he you're does saying. suck. But like he was, John Sessa had an opportunity that he he played. He made choices, but they weren't the right ones. And I feel like if you were in that position, that would have been spun into something way more successful. Okay, so I wrote down like three. Okay, so I wrote down four people for you, Tom. Okay. I wrote down like the John Sessa, the lady sitter. Mm-hmm. I also feel like, I also feel like there's like kind of Stephen McGee vibes there in that like, I'm that. I'm he's the guy, he's the guy on Summer House. I think his last name is McGee. Oh, Stephen McGee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who like, he gave less of a, he gave less of a fuck, I think, he in did, terms of I think that. he could give one more fuck. <laughs> you think he could give one I more? He could have given one more fuck, and he might except for that a little longer. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's not the same as like the the John Sessa archetype. So I appreciated that about him at the time. I agree. And then, yeah, it's like okay. I wrote this down. Jill Zarin's Brad, which like I don't think mm-hmm. that you. I think Spencer Glass probably fills in that role <laughs> more like. You you know when they go to Dubai, not Dubai, where do they go? To Morocco. Yeah. And Brad just happens to be there. I'm picturing like Spencer happening to be in Morocco with Aton, just to be like guys. Yeah, Habibi. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I realize that they're not all similar, but I think I'm what I'm trying to hone in on is like, yeah, the energy I think that there is such a they all hold a certain amount of weight in the seasons that they're in, but they also are very true to themselves in a way that the John Sessa, I think is just the slot that I would want you in of like the John Sessa slot. And I would want you to make that better. I don't think that you're anything like him whatsoever. The, the other people, I just feel like, yeah, you, you would add some three dimensional texture to the mix. And so it's something we need to see. What's your read on kicks? Okay. I think she's, this is going to be lost on her, but I, I think she's a Kathy Wakili. 
That is lost on me. Who is that? Uh, Trump supporter now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, is she? I didn't know that. Her, I didn't know her, that. Her and Richie are like diehard. Who Trumpers. is that? New Wait, Jersey. really? A tra- a, uh, Trey's cousin, first cousin. Yeah, they are. I do this okay, bad well, thing where I deep dive if people support Trump or not, and I, I shouldn't do it because it's an upsetting journey. But okay, so that has I, I, take the Trump out of it and keep going. Yeah, I just think that her energy is very Kathy Wakili in that it you are a really family oriented person. You are seemingly very well. You kicks I know are very accepting of literally everybody there's no one seemingly you are seemingly accepting no i that was a trait that i would have equated with you and kathy but not i'm saying seemingly on the kathy side because i had that's very surprising to me no it isn't it isn't because now that i'm thinking about it i guess i'm realizing is rosie there was something about rosie too right being a trump supporter I don't know that, but I could see it, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, let's take, yeah, we're taking that off the table. Like, accepting of everybody, but also, like, tough in a great way of, like, not putting up with bullshit. Yeah. Do you agree I, with I, me, Tom? I, I agree with, I agree. Yeah, definitely. Kicks, I mean, Kicks Tom and I are. doesn't know Kathy. I don't know I Kathy. I wish you. I mean, Tom and I are very similar, obviously, but it's like, I don't, I don't like I don't like the bullshit. It's like, let's just talk about it and get over it. And then I don't know the last time I held a grudge. It's just like, let's just get over it and move on. Yes. And that's why at first I was like, is it more Caroline Manzo? But I feel like Kathy no. is a soft. No, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's not. not. No, we no, it's not. Caroline is, and that is Marion Hamlet. Oh my. Oh. <laughs> luckily, Marion Hamlet, who is listening, does not know who that is. It's a one. Go- what do you mean, luckily? Caroline, I love Caroline. I yeah. yeah, Caroline's. That's true. I, she's a she's like icon. She's the she Edie might be Falco top five reality for me. television. She is the Edie Falco yeah. of reality TV? Yeah, dream guest. She might as be. Well. Yeah, she might be top five. But I do feel like, <laughs> I do feel like you're not as aggressive as she is. But I feel like Kathy shares similar qualities. So that was my justification. I don't know who she is, but. Sure. Okay, well, Minnie, <laughs> Something I challenge you to do is watch New Jersey from the beginning because New Jersey has, we've talked about it so much this episode somehow, but New Jersey has some of like the top five most iconic re- no, how, reality like, television moments. the early seasons of Jersey and then stopped. But that's her. No, but there was like, I stopped and goad. I was here and there with the early seasons. I think I watched season one period through through and through. Okay. So for John and yeah. And then like after that, it was like, Oh, I watched every once in a while and now I don't watch it. all. Watch. It's good. Um, well, this kind of brings us to the end. Kathleen, I love you. Thank you so much for coming on. I love you guys too. Sorry that there was no through line here, but I'm hoping people. No, no, no. It's totally fine. That's how how it works. And once again, there are things, listener, that you didn't get to hear in this episode because this episode's going to be about 30 minutes shorter than the recording time. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because we have been speaking for two hours. (laughs) 
<laughs> we have so much to cover. Um, Honestly, I could talk to you guys for two more. It's fun though, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Really could keep going. <laughs> I know. We'll watch Salt Lake together, just like this. Yes, yeah, I we can't can do it. Wait. Yes. So as you're listening to this, you've already heard our Salt Lake City recap. But I do want to say that we are doing once again on Fridays. We have our Housewives recaps. We're doing Potomac and Salt Lake for now. Well, those will stay until we get new new things. We'll be covering Atlanta when Potomac wraps up. And then on Sundays, we have our Bachelor recaps. That time slot will be replaced by something after that. I don't know if that'll be The Bachelor or something else. So once again, we got Fridays and Sunday episodes. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are heard. Uh, Kathleen Lamagna can be followed on Instagram at Kathleen Lamagna. Kix can be followed on Instagram at Kix Hamlet. C-I-X. C-I-X, yes. And then I can be followed at the Tom Hamlet, not the E-E, just one E. I'm not like Megan the Stallion. <laughs> Don't give yourself that much credit. I actually hate that. I hate my Insta handle. I want to change it. But Tom Hamlet was taken. You have been the Tom Hamlet for like six years now. It's, it's, off, it's awfully iconic, I think. <laughs> I think people probably hate it, but it's as do so I. so stupid. <laughs> but follow us there. Follow Dumpster Dive at Dumpster Dive Pod. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. And once again, we end on our phrase that is what kicks? Just start it. You know how to start it. We go low. They. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> on episode 111, we'll get it. Go ahead. <laughs> they go low. And we go. Lower. Honey. Bye. <laughs> it, keeps, it keeps evolving. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>